Thank you for tuning in and listening. We are delighted to welcome you to the podcast of Fiona Arrigo, founder of the award-winning The Arrigo Programme and A Place to Heal. Fiona Arrigo is one of the foremost internationally acclaimed intuitive healers, a biodynamic psychotherapist, mentor and life teacher, and is acknowledged as a leader in her field. The theme in this episode of Sunday Sanctuary is planting seeds and manifesting for the good of all. Fiona discusses the importance of the spring equinox and what we are emerging from in this strong winter, the importance of sovereignty, authenticity and planting our seeds in these strong times. Alongside her guest Andrea, they cover how we can harness our work as peacekeepers, working within our sacred ecosystem Earth and harnessing deeper states of love for the good of all. So let's just take a breath and arrive together in this space. I'm going to light a candle as ever for all our work, all our prayers, and that everything that we do in this life in this moment is for the good of all the collective consciousness. And to support in this time of this great awakening. May this candle and our prayers this morning go out to all our relations in all dimensions, for all peoples, for all plants, for all our animals, for the whole of life. We are all related and we are all connected. Thank you. So. Hmm. So it's lovely to see you all. And welcome to the new people I have not met before. So. I am being joined this morning by Andrea, who's from Feminine Revolution. And as ever, all the people that we work with and I mentioned will always be in our chat. So if you want to book any personal sessions with Andrea, um, you can do that through A Place to Heal. She's a very powerful and aligned Brazilian shaman who is dedicated to supporting women in these times of change. And there will be wonderful old friends and old faces and new faces here. Of course, there is Cornelius, who again, you can book if you feel inspired to have sessions with. Ben, who does the most amazing work and has helped me um, get all my information on Spotify and YouTube, and he really does support all us light workers. So his details will be there. Thank you, Ben, forever. And also Ben is the one that kept pushing me last year. Anytime I had a moment of doubt or didn't feel strong in my voice, Ben always was behind me, supporting me and nudging me forward. 
And of course, Mary Malloy, my clinical director and the founder of Biodynamic Medicine and my biodynamic colleagues. They're all with us. But mostly for those of you who haven't worked with me before, Sunday Sanctuary is a time for us to gather, to support each other, to link our dreams, our visions, and hold strong for this emerging world that we are in. So I will speak this morning for a little, or maybe about half an hour, and then I'll invite Andrea to speak, and any other of you that might feel you want to join in with wisdoms or where you may need support or enlightenments. And then I'll speak a little bit more. And then we'll finish this morning with a meditation from Andrea. And darling Margita, as ever, my co-founder of A Place to Heal, um, will be this morning time checking a little. And the recording will always be available either online at A Place to Heal under resources or on Spotify or on YouTube. So let's take a breath together. So Sunday Sanctuary this month is about planting seeds, deepening into love, and how our personal dreams are our global dreams, and how our dreams interface with the changing world. For sure, as you've heard me say many times through this year and last year, we are in the greatest shift we have ever experienced, for sure. And the codes and new ways for living are calling so strong as we see through this passing equinox. In a way, the dying of the old and the continuum of the birthing of the new. And I want to continue talking about the birthing into this new paradigm, which is marked by so many aspects. And it really is the ending of the old ways of separation and the coming of the new, which is how your individual dreams and visions and behaviors affect the world. Last year, we spent a lot of time talking about how we build esteem to know that our lives matter in the forming of the new and really deepening into our values for this new earth. So everything is changing, not better, not improved, but completely new and different. And it's through your meditation, it's through your breath, it's through an exchange, it's through looking at nature, it's through looking up at the sky, that we begin to focus and see that everything is new and different. Even though the rhetoric and the expression of the out world, the outer world looks the same, everything is changing. We are not only witnessing the birth of a new humanity, but so importantly, we are consciously 
co-creating a new world together. Humanity is transcending. In a way, uh, you, you, we all know this, it's a classic, we are no longer in the dress rehearsal. The time of the caterpillar is over. And humanity herself is becoming the butterfly. And maybe one of the strongest elements in this is to allow ourselves to feel this, to keep anchored and seeing this and being part of this through the debris, through the confusion that we are witnessing and really noticing the vast changes that we are embarking on together. I was reading something by Ayman Sawaf and Rowan Gabriel the other day, and they were saying, you know, humanity has evolved from the Stone Age to the Bronze Age, through the age of agriculture, through to the Industrial Revolution, to the age of information, and now we are entering into the age of consciousness. I'll talk a little bit more about this also towards the end. So as we know right now today, we are having Sunday Sanctuary between the spring equinox, a time for renewal and planting new seeds. And the first of the three powerful moons that are sometimes referred to as the spring moon, the Christ moon, far moon, and the Buddha moon. And these are powerful, powerful moon energies that are said to bring energetics into our earth at a most heightened level. And I certainly didn't sleep last night. These three moons in Tibet culminate at the end of May or the middle of May into what they call the, the Basak Set Festival, the Buddha moon when the grace of the Buddha's energy pours through. So these three moons all are very, very powerful in the grace of the energies that are standing behind them for the uplift of humanity. And we are emerging out of the winter. And I don't know about you, but certainly for me, every cycle, there seems to be so much, <clears throat> excuse me, light and illumination. But equally with that, more shadow comes up. With every burst of light, more shadow comes. And this, this goes hand in hand for now and for some time forward. And as far as I'm concerned, our work is to keep holding light, keep holding love and de-hooking. De-hooking Claiming your sovereignty is really, really, really important for now. So as the um, planetary grid, the, the dynamic light comes in, we, as part of this collective new, if you want light workers, are growing and forming in, in a planetary network through nature, through each other as this grid 
energy body is growing and connecting us. It's absolutely amazing what is happening. It's an incredible time to be alive. And of course, it can be tiring and exhausting and draining. That's all in the vibration of here. It's all in the resonance. But this grid, which is akin in a way to the underworld system of nature, where all her roots, all her trees, all her fungi, all the intelligences of moving and roaming through our earth, connecting and weaving with the most extraordinary intelligence. And we think that we've got it right. Look at nature. And looking back to nature, as we all agree and see, is reclaiming where we have been ruptured from this benevolent intelligence that runs through all life, not in high-rise buildings and mobile phones. That's a different form of intelligence. So this rebirthing and coming in, especially through this equinox to connect to her intelligence through our hearts, one heart at a time. As we reconnect in our dream bodies, this is going on as we sleep. A lot of it is in the unsaid and in the subtle energy. As we connect back into this divine order, this divine intelligence that is rooted in our nature and in our cosmos to a new planetary grid. And this, as we've all said time and time again, this is not instant. This is going to take time. And of course, there will be moments where it is not easy. And this is why I and many of us keep coming back to the need to be with each other. We need Sangha. We need tribe. We need a commonality of language. We need the de-armoring so we can see each other and come together to support, to feel and witness into the new. We're all the same being. We have to stop fearing each other and hurting each other. And this is time for more truth, more authenticity, and finding our own individual ways of what our own truth is. So I can share mine with you on a Sunday sanctuary, and maybe there'll be one sentence that resonates with you. But you all have your own wake up. You all have your own codes. You all have your own ways. And it's um, building the strength so you can know your value and that your value is the contribution. Not in arrogance, not in ego, not in entitlement, not in grandiosity and all those old ways that we had to prop ourselves up, but in the naked heartfelt truth of what is true. So we can be this in, in this incredible dance unfoldment of now. This is such an important time to claim our sovereignty, to get super, super clear 
on what we believe, what we have been told, what our truth is, as we journey through this great unraveling. And what is coming up more and more, and you'll be hearing more and more of this, is this is the time to unhook from what has kept us small, from what has kept us invisible. These, these new codes come, and there is now something far greater happening that belongs to everybody. So as you reclaim your voice, your vision, your heart, your energy, it is for the good of all. And as I, again, I repeat, it doesn't mean it's going to be a comfortable, um, stress-free journey. Of course, it, it is in a dimension, but also these times are hard. They're hard on our minds. They're hard on our bodies. They're hard in our heart. They're hard as we look out into the world. This is strong, so let's not be under any illusion that this is a strong path that all of us are committed to in whichever way we travel through this. As we become restorative, intact human beings, reclaiming in this age of Aquarius, our own voice, our own ways, our own thoughts, not in revolution. It's not about revolution. It is about evolution and how we stand waking up to ourselves of what is true and what is false. And this is a time in the maturity of our journey where we take responsibility for what goes into the world with more and more clarity and clearness and understanding. Understanding what we do, think, feel, affects all life in this network of this ecosystem. All life, how you are, is effective. The end of separate, alienated thinking is over or is becoming over. It can't stand here now. This is the Aquarian age, the new paradigm. As all our indigenous relations have told us through time that have been praying through time as we wake up more and more in the West, that we are not separate. We are connected to everything in life. It's extraordinary where we have got to here, not knowing this. And we can only do this together in inclusion in togetherness. The old thinking is that we have thought of ourselves because we have been ruptured, cut off from our heaven, cut off from our earth, that has forced us into a containment where we have thought, however big or successful we may have been, in a smaller way that has been an isolated way, often an aloneness way and for sure, a very me-driven reality. 
There's nothing wrong. This is where we've been educated from, and this is what we're coming out of. And this is what I am suggesting as a fully-fledged Aquarian woman with three, four planets in Aquarius. It's impossible for me not to speak this language to you. To notice that a wedge, the wedge that has been driven between life is dissolving. As we have thought of ourselves in this separate way of thinking and how this wedge between the physical and the spiritual or the unseen and the seen or the material and the energetic have all been separated out. And now this time for new paradigm thinking is it all comes back together, coming back through nature's voice, coming back through the constellations from our heavens, coming back from our individual wake-ups. Our game is being upped as we're sleeping, as one person meditates, as one person gets a realization, it's waking us up, it's charging us up into cellular re-remembrance. As we are reconnecting the threads and reweaving her story, reweaving and reimagining anew. And we are coming out of the great paradigm of consumption. And in a way, the pandemic, COVID, the economic decline are symptoms of the imbalance of the resources of how we have been on this planet, how we have been in our taking gratification gratification, entitlement, how a small selective group has been able to live freely and the minorities of the terrible suffering that has been imposed through our ignorance in the rest of humanity, in our greed, in our separation, in I must have, I must take, I can do. And I believe we are coming out of the age of selfishness. It doesn't matter what the news is saying. It doesn't matter what the newspapers are saying. This is an internal movement, an internal evolutionary movement that it's important for us to see. And it doesn't mean we're gonna get this right in a nanosecond. You know, my own life is you know, full of stresses and aspects that bother but every day and every second I try to bring myself back to what I am sharing with you we are not coming from this masculine perfectionism we are coming from the feminine unfolding of patience acceptance tolerance kindness generosity so allow yourself to unfold as you are with no judgment on the self. That's not going to help you. It's to allow yourself to unfold as you are, to watch, to see what's running through you. And in this running through, as you catch a whisper and you transform it, that is enough. That is enough. 
We don't need to be, and if you want, to be shouting loud. This is quiet. It is peaceful. And again, we are shifting our perspective from me to us. This is what comes for me through the spring equinox as the light symbolically returns. And how all our actions affect all human beings. And we move as Caroline Mice says, and I love this. I talked about this in the last Sunday sanctuary. We move from the love of power to the power of love. So beautiful. The old age from the love of power, new age to the power of love. And in this, the question is, how are we impacting our earth, our mother, each other? This is social evolutionary consciousness. It's not that you've done anything wrong or bad. It's waking up the droplet of awareness to look at what are we supporting? What are we dominating? Or what are we taking in our lives moment to moment? And we are being asked to radically shift and come from this whole new template that is here, that is going to be here and is going to evolutionize. And we get to dance with her or not. It's going to happen. And as I said before, more and more shadow lands will come up. That's our work, to let more and more exposure, more and more injustice, more and more things that we are not seeing as being in harmony and balance come through. And our job, as far as I'm concerned, is to keep planting new seeds. And again, as I've said so, so many times, this is not a revolution, this is an evolution. And this is a radical change for us in attitude of how we are present as custodians and citizens of this new world. And this comes from reclaiming our personal power, your personal voice, your agreements to what you know is right or wrong and allowing the old to flush through your body and choosing new ways to live on our planet, which has humility rather than know-it-all energy, that has empathy to feel into another, that has the courage to take action and always has compassion. But most of all, it is the new currency of care, the new currency of togetherness, and the new currency of knowing actually that we cannot do this alone. It's impossible. So join up <laughs> or don't. And within this, we have to keep looking at how we are losing energy because I absolutely know we are an exhausted, depleted humanity. So many immune diseases, so much anxiety, 
so many um, drugs, so much hurt. It goes on and on and on. So much abuse. This all comes from the, the ruptures, excuse me, but also the exhaustion. So it's important for us to look at how we overgive, overdo, overfix, overhelp. This might have been okay last month. It can't be okay going forward. And it's coming into balance, real attunement with your own energy of what is right for you and working from that place. We need to build and recharge and reclaim our energy systems and our health. So much has been taken out as we've looked outside rather than being able to look within. So we need deep, deep rest, restoration, time out, sleep for the upgrades. If you're not getting that, you need to put that in your diary. <laughs> sleep, restoration, rest. So you, your system can de-hook and get upgraded. And our homework is continually continually in our choices that we're making, what we spend, what we eat, where we're resourcing from, are we supporting local or are we going to supermarkets? Don't blame yourself, just try and get conscious. How are we traveling? What are we watching? What are we agreeing to? This is all this new, um, in a way, social networking in the cosmic grid of the Aquarian age and not to give our power away, which means not looking outside so much at anything, teacher, politician, book, be inspired, but know that it comes from within you. This is where the change will happen, is learning not to give your energy away and your power away to others. The past, has focused us to look outside for everything. And that has been the way of yesterday, but it has weakened us. And now this new world is asking us to deeply, deeply look inside, to take care of your body, being centered in your choices, Letting go of the need to control things, letting go of the need to be right, and working in a way with the order of nature in this global network, this global society. And I encourage us all, myself included in this journey, I'm right beside you, shoulder to shoulder, learning this, heart to heart. We need to make decisions on what is good for the earth, what is good for humanity. As we dream and become planetary custodians, she needs us, we need her, we need each other. And how do we walk minimalizing harm? How do we uphold 
non-conflict resolution, peacekeeping, environment, environmental awareness and care, and yet staying aligned in yourself, in your truth. This is what's needed. And be prepared to be upgraded. It's not rigid. The whole, one of the codes for new living is flexibility and spontaneity. So what you thought yesterday doesn't have to be the same today. Allow yourself to flow. But to keep asking, are we supporting something new? And how are we changing our behavior? So as we come through and into spring, the invitation, of course, is to let go. And to really look at what you're letting go of and do rituals, give it to the fire, give it to the water. Let's burn, as you've heard me say a lot today, the need to be right, arrogance, superiority, ways that divide us, inner and outer criticisms. Let's foster humility and really look inside to see what we don't like or agree with in the outer world and look to see where it is within and cleanse it from within. Give it to the fire, give it to the water. As we find inner peace, collect the pieces. So I'd like to give you three suggestions and of course, for the spring, for the new, for you to bring your energy into here letting go of the long winter. And it's been tough. This has been tough for all of us. So strong, this medicine of lockdown. But it has also brought its gift where we can go into quietude and be more removed from the outside and find the truth and find our ways. But also it has been tough, of course. So my questions to leave you with are, what are you aligning to in this new spring cycle? What are you wanting to draw in? What do you want to manifest? And for you to really get very clear in this ritual of who you are becoming as the light returns, what you really want, what you are aligning to, what you want to plant, and to really spend time over the strength of this moon in the next five days to really see yourself in this position, physically, energetically, feeling this position of you right now in this new new as you let go and plant new seeds to embody the version that you want to be in this world. And so you become. This is important dream time between the equinox and this moon. So I'm going to hand you over to Andrea and I will be back after that. Thank you. Thank you, Fiona, and hello, hello, beautiful community. It's 
It's a great privilege to be here sharing some of the wisdom that I carry, that I have learned and that I have experienced in my own body with you and hopefully inspire you in your journey. So I would say Happy New Year to everybody. In so many traditions, this is the time that it is the beginning for us um, as Mother Nature is showing her her uh, movement to the outside it's when we start counting the new year again this is a time of rebirth and also connects us to a, a very important archetype for us to work at this time so we as fiona mentioned i don't believe in coincidences that we are working today uh, in a few hours, it's going to be the peak of the full moon. The, the full moon. It's um, at seven, uh, quarter quarter to eight tonight here in uh, British summertime, and we will feel the the peak of the moon. We are already working with this energy, and this moon comes in Libra, which is about balance. And this moon is it's coming with a very important energy for us of connecting with this balance that we want to bring. So equinox means equal amount of daylight and nighttime. And also means that we have a window of opportunity in our, our lives to bring this balance, to call in this balance to manifest for us. So spring and autumn, which are the equinoxes, there are times of transition. There are times that we can stop and evaluate what has happened to us. While we have the summer and the winter, which are very extreme peaks of full action and this one full dormancy. So this is a beautiful time for us to evaluate our lives and determine what we want for ahead. While the autumn, it's usually the time that we look at our inner garden and we start observing what hasn't worked, which plants need pruning and they are dead. They are not, they are not offering fruits, but this is the time of a full potential and is the seed that Fiona has been talking about. So we work with an archetype of the maiden of the first initial innocent, curious, energetic version of ourselves. The, the maiden is the one who doesn't carry preconcepts, who doesn't have uh, judgment, but she actually has a full innocent view of the world with deep curiosity. And this is the quality that I would like you to have as you're working through this energy of the equinox and today this beautiful moon in Libra. So as Fiona mentioned, this is one of the super moons that we're going to have this year which means everything that will happen, it's slightly intensified. 
It means that if you do a little bit of your inner work, you harvest a lot of it. And sometimes, as Fiona mentioned, this feminine way of doing, it doesn't mean female. I, I hold to the men. I work with men, the ones, the ones that are brave enough to come to me. <laughs> but it's the feminine way is not you have to do the work. If I don't complete the tasks the way Fiona said, the way the book said, I, I don't succeed. Is the one that you show up the way you are, any way you are. And you go as far as you can. But in that moment, your heart just cracks a little bit open and allow a little more light to come in. Mm. And it's one step at a time. So I really, really appreciate as a shamanic practitioner, using nature as a guide, as my teacher, as the example that I'm following. So we're coming out of a dormancy time of winter where although for us we look as as a death as we see the spring is rebirth there is a lot of root work and as i stopped to do my inner work my journaling my intention setting right before the the spring i noticed how much i had accumulated how much I had grew and changed and and molded myself in the new ways that I needed but it was all root work things that I hadn't observed before so how powerful is to take the time to just be with yourself observe yourself it's incredible to be here as a community getting inspiration getting the reminders that we need a little more knowledge, but then take it back and and just nurture yourself with this work. So a beautiful thing about spring work is that it's a lot easier for us to have the impulse of doing. This is what nature is just pushing the the, the sprouts out. It's the same way that if we have a little bit of intention that we want to do something, it flows faster and easier. While in the winter, there is more resistance and more the need of looking inwards. So if we were looking at the yin yang uh, symbol of energies that are inwards and the energies that are outwards, we are now in the beginning of a start to come outwards. This is the moment that the trees are not in full blossom. What they're doing, they're shooting slightly out. Stop in front of one of them. Just look at the beauty that they are not in a rush. They know where to get you. And sometimes, and this is what I would, really would like you to bring to the meditation that we're going to do later. You don't need to know how. You need to know what you would like to feel. How you would like to feel in the inside. When we set intentions, 
they are not about I would like this to happen in my life in this way. We don't know the ways of the divine. They are beautiful, they are mis mysterious, and sometimes they're different than our limited vision at the moment. So when we open our hearts, I ask you to set your intention to be, how would you like to be feeling when the things you're asking for, the vision that you have for the future you're trying to manifest, how would you like that to feel for you? How it's going to look like in the future as you see yourself right there? When we work with the energy of the full moon, it's not the potential, but it is the realization. This is the moment that you no longer just plant the seed, but you see yourself in that moment already realize, realizing things, doing things, being, being the one that you want to be. So we have a beautiful weaving of two energies today that you can, you can call in the one that it feels right for your heart. Are you planting the seed, which we are for the whole year ahead of us? In this year, what would you like to be creating? Who would you like to become? And you, in this, in the cycle of the moon that is coming, that is, is we are in the middle of. Who are you right now? Already, and it. We're, we're weaving this, it's like the ascendant. It's, this is all coming together with this beautiful energy of balance, of equinox and Libra. So this is no time for extremes right now because extremes, a lot of the times deplete us. Mm -hmm. They are not the final answer. They are very short term. So we are bridges of this physical world that we're here experiencing through this human body with the divine that we are here expressing with our souls. We're this bridge as is this equinox bridge to bring us into the balance. So I hope that's enough inspiration for you for us to come together a little later today thank, thank you thank you thank you andrea thank you what we are rebirthing to and reclaiming that all people's plants humanity is going to be seen as sacred and the seventh ray cares about the earth and our bodies and the indwelling spirit of us. So as we've said this morning, and I've said, um, it's thinking shoulder to shoulder, not one person higher than the other. The control mechanisms of separation has to burn. It's shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart, hand in hand. 
and for each of us to discover in a sweet way, in a kind way, not in an aggressive way, you don't need to know this this afternoon, but to plant the seed of what is your purpose here? What is your function in the plan of evolution? And for us to hone that, whatever it is, and as we align to our purpose and move forward in what I call elegant action, elegance is such an, a beautiful word for now, elegance action. I absolutely know, and it's been written in all the doctrines and all the prayers that have been held by our brothers and sisters that have known that this is a turning point. We have all turned up for this turning point. And that, you know, is in the great Kali Chakra, the wheel of time in Tibet, which is constantly in the prayer field for an enlightened humanity where we move and live with different principles. And as we turn the wheel into love and light and joy, that we begin to come out of this dreadful stress and pressure and exhaustion to be alive that we call living. This is not living. Joy is living. Love is living. So it is possible as we connect to our dream body that we can ride this storm of darkness and separation and conflict. The dream of the dreamer is awakening. And this dream has been, I believe, imprinted deep into our DNA, deep into the hearts and minds of humanity. Even in the most cynical, <laughs> it lies there. And when we speak, when we come together to speak of this dream, we call it forth into the heart of all women and all men. This is the work. And this is the light for now that comes and is represented seasonally and symbolic, symbolically. Our task, <laughs> in no small way, in this era, is to bring heaven to earth and lift earth to heaven. This is the opportunity of the incoming seventh ray that brings us into alignment with the great plan that is unfolding. So as we complete, let's take heart. Let's know our value. Let's cherish our dreams. Let's connect through feeling. Let's know that nothing is wrong. Let's know that you have all the time in the world to support each other, to rest, to sleep, to allow, to make good choices. In a way, this appeals to my mischief, my Aquarian disruptor, is that we become <laughs> um, loving disruptors, not agreeing with the old, but healing through the power of love. As we move from age to age, we are watching old form being broken down in the way of the new. 
So we see chaos, we see disruption. We see the old paradigms. So disrupt yourself, get a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> or you will get disrupted by someone or something. When we consciously disrupt ourselves, we were stepping into a process of deep review and internal spring cleaning. And this is our work, is just to polish ourselves every day in the quietest, kindest, most patient, loving, gentle way to keep polishing, to keep polishing. But it does require a disruption. It does require a challenge of the old way that we do things. And we will be looking in every way as we go through this wave of the many waves that every everything will come up, our friendships, our work alignments, our relationships. In a way, we'll be looking at things for the first time with a different consciousness, with a, an exalted, with a, a deeper sense of spiritual awareness, inner peace, greater understanding, wisdom, compassion, and indeed bliss. We get those waves in the exhaustion and the burnout and the old dying. And in the past, you know, this way of bliss and great understanding and inner peace was held by the mystics, the gurus, the prophets. But now it's available for everyone. This is the joy. You are your inner guru. And it's not in a way unlike the information age, when information became available to everyone at a click of a button allowing for greater fairness and all sorts. This is, this is here for every single person. So forever, as in any important process, the most challenging step for us all is this five letter word. Please put it up, Margita or Ben, and it's called pause. Pause is the medicine of now. To take time to stop, to nurture, to reflect, to make new decisions. You know, our humanity has been zooming along so fast and crazy and noisy and relatively unconscious for a long, long time. And Corona has forced everyone to pause and reflect on what is real. So in this pause state, disconnect as much as you can from daily activity, letting life let you go of what you have been forged into and take time off, enjoy yourselves. Um, pauses don't need to be boring. <laughs> It's just dropping into being in a moment, in a second, and then getting up, creating that pause so something can enter you. And the Aquarian age, as you know, calls for such huge creativity. It says calling our new way to live and love. And as in any birth canal, we go through the moments of pain. So with this, 
I would like to hand over to Andrea to do a closing meditation. And then for those of you that haven't been here before, we'll exit with playing music, which I invite you to listen to because the, the, the music is chosen purposely. And please leave any comments about how you are, what you're leaving with, anything you want to bring, leave it in the chat. And we will, you have a chance to look at that. And Margita and I, Ben, have been putting up information for you there. And I'm sending you so much love. And thank you for coming today. Just, I can't scroll through all this, but Alice, beloved, if you're on the way with your travels, sending you so much love and safety. And sending you all much love and sending you beautiful feeling visions and dreams for you and what you are bringing in. And to know how relevant you are. And I look forward to seeing you next month in Sunday Sanctuary. And please feel inspired to join us on New Codes for Living. We would love to have you with us. And as I said, don't let money be a block. Just bring your energy. We're sending you love and handing over to Andrea. So let's do a, a practice to help us deeply align i i would like you to have in mind your intentions so the themes that we spoke about the inspiration maybe you already have some insights on that or it's something that you will develop as we work through the meditation either way is fine just have in your heart the intention in alignment with the, the themes that I have offered for us. So I invite you to start bringing yourself into a relaxed state, closing your eyes. Maybe you stay in the same position. Maybe you lay down or recline. As long as you don't fall asleep, Whatever is comfortable for you, it will bring you to the highest, highest level of relaxation. And you start bringing your breath very deeply down, down, belly, pelvis, all included, legs, feet, and you're breathing with your whole body, one whole unity.
can imagine like a tree in nature. The roots are not more important than the trunk, which are not more important than the branches. There's a whole unity. You're one. And you start feeling your body from the inside. You're softening and you're surrendering to this breath. With closed eyes, you feel the breath traveling through the whole body. And you start to building around you a bubble of silver light energy. A protective bubble, large enough to be safe, small enough to be cozy. You feel your body held, supported. As you notice this bubble gently traveling down into earth, not that far, but it's completely covered by earth. You feel safe, you feel surrounded. And you start calling in the elements to support you. The motions of water, the purity of water. Activating this bubble. You call in the earth, the strength, the nourishment of earth to support you. Activating this bubble. You call in mind opening aspects of the air to activate this bubble and you call in the warmth the life-giving powers of a fire transformational 
to activate this bubble. And this bubble is like a womb inside of the earth, feeling her pulsing in deep connection. This is your moment of a fully receive from earth. Feeling held there, small enough to be cozy, large enough to be comfortable. And you notice that gently, with the support of those elements, you start expanding a sprout starts coming out of this bubble the seed of who you are is now activated and ready to grow What do you need to be this potential emotion? In your life, where do you need to bring in balance? So the seed has just enough of all that it needs. Sense the force of this sprout calling to come out, to break through the bubble, to reach above the soil. To no longer be a hidden potential, but being now a full realization. You see also roots. Gently weaving down into earth. 
bringing you a solid support. And an easy channel for you to receive all the nourishment you need. Right now, you're fully supported. So where do you see yourself? continue to grow, now creating branches, the first leaves are now accompanied by many new leaves. This is no longer just a sprout. This is a full existence. This moment you say to yourself I'm open to receiving I'm worthy I am enough I am open to receiving I'm worthy I am enough I am open to receiving. I am worthy. I am enough. And in a way that this plant growing with the sunshine, the rain, the gentle winds and the earth to support, so are you. Fully open to receive all that you need. And with great abundance, you see this plant growing maybe into a big tree.
leaves and branches extending far out. If this is a tree that has fruit, you see the fruit growing, ripening, and feeding many. If this is a seed, if this is a tree that has flowers, you see the flowers feeding the bees, the butterflies, the hummingbirds. You are abundance, coming from that original seed that you are. Taking a deep breath, you start bringing gently yourself to your human form, shrinking the branches, connecting with them in the inside, always existing in your heart, in your mind's eye. Now you gently feel your human body and I invite you if it's ready for you, if it's right for you, if it's available for you, to bring your hands into your heart and breathe in three times this tree of life that you have created. And I thank you for coming in this journey with me, for creating inside of you the vision that you are going to manifest, do write it down, do journal this experience and create for your future the vision that you have connected with. Have a beautiful Sunday to all of you and thank you very much for being here with us today. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed this episode, please do comment, like, subscribe and share so that we can collectively assist more people in these times. Please ensure that you are on our mailing list via www.theoregoprogram.com to stay connected and informed for future Sunday Sanctuary announcements. Be well and look after yourself. Sending you our blessings. Goodbye for now.